With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Star Wars 7x7, episode 2287. It's been hinted at in pieces and bits for quite a while, and now the full reveal has happened, and we're going to talk about it all on today's show. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, three years ago, a book came out that was titled From a Certain Point of View, and it was a collection of 40 stories to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the original Star Wars, aka A New Hope. Well, here we are in 2020, it's 40 years since the release of The Empire Strikes Back, and they've done it again. From a Certain Point of View is back this time telling 40 stories from The Empire Strikes Back in honor of its 40th anniversary. And Del Rey has been dropping hints here and there about the stories and about the authors involved, but now we finally have the full picture, the full range of storytelling that's gonna happen in The Empire Strikes Back from a Certain Point of View collection. And if you wanna learn more about these stories and the authors who are telling them, then you can check out the story cards that have been created for the occasion. I think the best way if you're on Twitter is to look at the media for Del Rey Star Wars as opposed to trying to go through all the tweets because they retweeted a bunch of stuff which is fine I'm just saying you know if you're trying to find that that's probably the best way to go or check out a photo album on Facebook from Del Rey Star Wars's Facebook page for example but Chris Trevis did all of these beautiful social media cards he is a terrific artist and actually I interviewed him for Star Wars 7x7 back in Chicago in April of 2019 so he's been on the podcast as it turns out so it was very cool to see him thanked by Del Rey for all the tremendous artwork that he did now here's where we're gonna run through the characters that are the storytelling focus of each of the 40 stories and there's some mystery involved in some of this we have some very specific details on most but there are a few of them that are really kind of crazy intriguing and the way the stories are laid out, or at least the numbering on those social media cards, suggests that as with the A New Hope version, that it's going to follow the path of the movie itself. So the first story is going to be about a character who, based on the story card, appears to be someone managing the dispatch of the probe droids that are going out into the galaxy to, among other things, find Luke Skywalker. But what else might they find? There's going to be a story about the Wampa that attacks Luke Skywalker. We're going to have a story about Torin Farr, who is the person who directs Ion Control to fire on the Star Destroyers that arrive at Hoth, right? She's the one who says, stand by Ion Control. You know who I'm talking about. Then you remember when Han and Leia are arguing in the corridor and there's a 
poor guy who has to walk in between them carrying a box. Well, that guy's going to get a story, which is fun. A Tauntaun is going to get a story. A reporter, it seems like somebody who's doing a report on Rebellion Heroes on Hoth, is going to appear in the story in the whole collection. Zev is going to get a story. Rogue 2, who actually ends up finding Han and Luke after their night out in the Hoth wastelands. Admiral Ozzel will get a story. Dak, Luke's gunner, will get a story. A private who is a fighter in the trenches on Hoth is going to get a story. General Veers is going to get a story. Somebody who's described as a naturalist on Hoth, uh, unaffiliated at this point apparently, is going to get a story. The dragon snake that swallows and spits out R2-D2 on Dagobah is going to get a story. So is Captain slash Admiral Piet. Wedge is going to get a story, Wedge Antilles. Uh, it looks like Captain Nita from the Star Destroyer Ultimatum is the one who is going to be getting a story, although I had seen a you know question floated as to whether the Imperial officer we see you know fading away in a hologram in one of those scenes in The Empire Strikes Back could be getting a story, but just based on the little bit of information in the story card, it seems like it would be Captain Nita, potentially. Uh, one of the TIE pilots that was flying around in the asteroid field chasing the Millennium Falcon seems to be getting a story. Yoda and Palpatine are each going to get stories, which is pretty exciting. Uh, the Exogorth, and this is being described as a beautifully weird tale, the Exogorth that we see in the asteroid field is going to get a story. And speaking of beautiful and weird, this one is one of the ones that sounds super intriguing. It's actually being told from the point of view of however you would define the consciousness of the cave into which Luke goes, the tree into which Luke goes, that is strong with the dark side of the force. Like, whatever sentience that thing has is going to be telling a story in some fashion. And then we have the very popular Ray Sloan on the Imperial side, joining in for a story by John Jackson Miller, who brought us the character in A New Dawn. We have a story about Bosk. We have what seems like an interesting and unusual meta story that's being written by Danielle Jose Older about a magazine journalist writing a profile on 4LOM and Zuckus, but there are going to be a bunch of annotation notes from that journalist's editor, so this seems a little strange and fun. There are going to be a couple of Boba Fett and Boba Fett adjacent stories, including one directly about him and one that you know, isn't quite explained, but it seems like it has something to do with whoever is operating the trash dumping that happens on the Star Destroyer. You know, when Boba Fett gets released with the garbage so that way he can sneak out and track the Millennium Falcon, right? Um, there's going to be a Force Ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi story. Jackson, the giant green rabbit from the original Marvel Star Wars comic fame who has been brought back into the canon. There's a story about him that's being written by Kevin Scott who is a big fan of that big-eared little crazy scoundrel. Then we have another one of the sort of unusual ones, not necessarily the really crazy mystical weird ones, but the feast that Darth Vader has with Lando and Leia and Han and Chewie and Boba Fett, well the chef who made that meal is going to be the focus of one of the stories. There's also going to be a story about 
a you know wannabe bounty hunter who is stranded on Cloud City, who is a fan of Boba Fett, and apparently his arrival there sparks some sort of conflict within this character. We're going to get a story about the Ugnaughts on Cloud City. We're also going to get a character that last showed up in Solo A Star Wars Story, and that is L337. So her presence inside the Millennium Falcon, we are going to get to hear from her again, along with, I believe, the other computer consciousnesses that are residing within the Falcon's computer system. There will also be much to many people's satisfaction, I am sure, a Wilro Hood story. He is the guy most famous for running through the corridors, evacuating Cloud City with an ice cream maker, which has been rebranded and canonized as a Camtona, which is a safe holding who knows what valuable artifact and maybe we will find out what's in the Camtono that Will Rohood is running around with. And the story is actually referencing Batu, so like the title of his story has that in there. So it makes me think that that's where he plans on heading off to, so it's kind of interesting that they're also going to have a Galaxy's Edge tie-in on this. There will be a story about a woman named Jalen who is a Cloud City socialite, a story about a stormtrooper who stumbles into an unusual family reunion of sorts and tries to survive it, which suggests it has something to do with Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, but it's hard to say for sure. There's not enough information given. Uh, there's a story that is being told like it's a fable about the king of Cloud City, about who actually built Cloud City. That one's written by Alexander Freed of the Alphabet Squadron novels. Now, there's part of Cloud City's story that hasn't really been told as far as I know, leading up to the you know, aftermath of Return of the Jedi, but that year in between, you know, after Lando abandoned the place, we don't know what happened, but we know the Empire was there, and so there's gonna be a story of a person named Tal, who is a Bespin guard, based on seeing the twin pod cloud car in the story card, who is possibly gonna be helping to organize a resistance against the Empire on Cloud City in the wake of Lando Calrissian's departure. There's going to be a story about 21B, the medical droid that helps Luke Skywalker and replaces his hand at the end of the movie. And that's 39 stories right there. As for the last one, well, I'm going to save that for just a second. And this is the part where I'm going to ask you again, if you haven't rated or reviewed Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app, please, please take the time to do it today. I would really appreciate it. It helps more people find Star Wars 7x7 when they're searching for Star Wars podcasts. Five stars if you feel like it, less if you feel like it, but hopefully five stars, really. And if you take an extra second to write a review, even a couple of sentences, that helps so much more. It's very easy to do a rating, but when iTunes or whatever app you like when you actually give them a couple of sentences that carries even more weight in their whole algorithm business for deciding what podcasts to surface when people search for star wars podcasts so thank you again for considering it if you've done it already then thank you very much for that as well and even if you have rated the show but you haven't reviewed it then why not <laughs> give that a shot too with my thanks so the last story, the 40th story, is something that appears to be another mystical, metaphysical, very mysterious one. The way it's pitched on the story card is that 
It revolves around another entry into the Journal of the Wills. And if you're not familiar with that, well, here's what Lucas said, according to Wikipedia, a long time ago. He said, originally I was trying to have the story, the story of Star Wars, be told by somebody else, an immortal being known as a Will, W-H-I-L-L. There was somebody watching this whole story and recording it, somebody probably wiser than the mortal players in the actual events. It became a part of the current canon when there was a reference to it in the Force Awakens novelization by Alan Dean Foster, and it's come up from time to time in other storytelling too, including one of the Aftermath novels. But the idea of the Wills has evolved over the years, and in fact, the... Oh gosh, the thing that George Lucas said about it, I think most recently has to do, we have to kind of cycle back a couple of years to his interview with James Cameron for a thing that he was doing. And Lucas talked about the notion of the wills as being sort of like drivers of the car, basically these tiny microscopic beings. And this had something to do with where he was thinking the sequel trilogy would go. So that it would focus on more of this microbiotic world and the wills were a part of that and they were kind of driving things. So it makes it sound almost like what the Jedi conceived of as midichlorians were actually the wills, like that's what they called themselves and that we would learn more about how they interact with the Force and how the Jedi interact with the Force and the midichlorians slash wills, whatever. But... We're apparently going to learn a little bit more about this because they are going to have a new entry in the Journal of the Wills, but who is going to make that entry? Under what circumstances? What else are we going to learn? We're going to have to wait until November 10th to find out for sure, and once we do, we'll be talking about it here on the show, of course. But for now, that's your rundown of all the characters who are going to be getting stories in the from a certain point of view, anthology of short stories telling the story of The Empire Strikes Back from <laughs> many different perspectives. And that's going to do it for the show today as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.